Kingdom Revelations is a program of Royal Identity Ministries. Founder and Director Luke Niebergall has addressed the body of Christ around the world through corporate gatherings of believers. Luke serves the body of Christ as a prophetic voice by developing healthy prophetic cultures where God can move and speak. Welcome to Kingdom Revelations. So last week we chatted a little bit about increasing our dream lives with the Lord. And last week we did part one. So this week we're going to do part two. So just a bit of a recap from last week. We chatted about two different ways that we can actually see an increase in our dreams. So the first was stirring up expectation. And the second one was understanding, you know, that night night terrors and nightmares can actually cause a block in our hearts from receiving from God in, in night seasons. So today I want to talk about three different ways that we can begin to see an increase in our dreams. So the first one I'm going to talk about is uh, stewarding the word of the Lord. When God speaks, there's often an application to his word. We need to begin to understand that when God speaks, we have to steward his word properly. You know, so if you look back in the Old Testament, it was really interesting when God spoke or when God did something really profound, often what they would do in, in Israel culture is they would actually build an altar for the Lord. You know, they'd build a, a physical monument to remember what the Lord did. And it was a way to preserve testimonies of what God did or said. So anytime anyone would walk past these altars, they would look and see these stone altars and they'd be like, oh, I remember what the Lord did then. I remember what the Lord said. You know, in, in Israel culture, they were so good at remembering what the Lord said and they knew how to steward the word of the Lord. Now, obviously, in present times, we don't necessarily build altars for the Lord based on what he did or said, but what we can do is we can learn to journal, you know, and we can journal the word of the Lord. And, you know, I often encourage people as they're growing in, uh, in hearing God through their dreams is I encourage them to write down the significant dreams that they've had, because when we do this, we're actually showing the Lord that we valued what he said. To the best of my knowledge, I have every one of the significant dreams that God has given me about my calling. I have them written down and journaled. And I, I have this for two reasons. The first reason why is because I want to show the Lord that I value his word and I take it seriously. The second reason why I do this is because I can actually look back on these dreams and remember what the Lord has said and, and begin to repattern my mind based on what the Lord has said about me. I think it's good for that. And, you know, this even goes along with prophetic words as well. I actually carry a, a small notebook around everywhere with me and written in it are all the significant prophetic words that God has ever spoken over my life about my calling. I carry these with me so that I can constantly repattern my mind based on what the Lord has spoken over my life. If, you, if you're a journaler, that's awesome. If you don't journal, that's fine too. But, you know, I would encourage you to, to find a way to preserve the word of the Lord so that we're actually stewarding his word properly. So that's the first way we can see a bit of an increase. The next way that we can begin to see an increase in our dream lives is through positioning ourselves properly while we go to sleep. Now, I want to propose something to you listeners right now. A lot of the times we view like our morning when we wake up, we view that as the beginning of our day. Biblically, I believe that the beginning of our day actually starts at 12 a.m. Like that's officially the beginning of our day. You know, and even if you look in Genesis chapter 1 verse 31, it says, Then God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Now this is interesting because it doesn't say the morning and the evening were the sixth day. It says the evening and the morning were the sixth day, implying that the evening is the beginning of our day. Now this is crazy to me because... 
I really believe that it's in the night season, when we're sleeping, when we're dreaming, when the Lord actually wants to prophesy to us the word of the Lord through dreams to actually lay a foundation for us to live out when we wake up. So it's wild because, you know, we know that Job chapter 33, verse 15 and 16 talks about how, you know, God speaks to us through dreams and visions of the night. He He seals our instruction in the nighttime. And I really believe that this is the Lord actually laying a foundation at the beginning of our day so that when we wake up, we can actually live out the word of the Lord that he's prophesied into our spirits in the night. I think that there's a lot of wisdom as in when we go to sleep at night, we need to have a pure heart before the Lord so that we can receive everything that he wants to give us in the night season. It's crazy. If you look at Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26, it talks about how when we go to sleep at night, we shouldn't let the sun go down on our anger. And we read that and it's like, well, why? Why wouldn't we let the sun go down on our anger? And well, what, what if it has to do with this? What if it's like when we go to sleep at night, we're actually positioning ourselves to hear the word of the Lord. So we need to make sure that there's nothing in our heart that's going to hinder us from receiving what he has to say. If you go into a worship gathering and, you know, you want to go and receive from the Lord, but really we're still upset and we have a fence in our heart ba- towards someone based on something that happened earlier in the day. It's like we want to go and receive, but there's something hindering us from hearing him. You know, and really all that we need to do is we got to just get our heart pure before the Lord because all of a sudden when he speaks, we'll actually catch it in our spirits. And I think it's the same with our dream lives. I think there's a lot of wisdom in positioning ourselves in joy and peace before we fall asleep. The last way that I believe we can see an increase in our dream lives is remaining teachable. And it's really interesting. Like if you look at the the two people in the Bible who had the most prominent dream ministries and dream interpretation ministries in the Old Testament were actually Joseph in the book of Genesis and Daniel, obviously, in the book of Daniel. And for Daniel, it said in Daniel chapter 1, verse 17, it said that Daniel had understanding of all dreams and visions. Now, this is really cool because a lot of you guys would know this already, but you know, our names are a constant declaration over us of who God has created us to be. So if you look at Daniel's name and you translate it from the Hebrew, it actually means God is my judge. So I believe that Daniel's revelation of God being his judge actually gave him some insight and revelation concerning dreams and visions because it was a declaration constantly of who he was. So what does it look like for God to be our judge in New Testament times? If you look at the word judge from the, from the Greek, it actually means this. It means to distinguish. So when we receive the Lord as our judge in our lives, what we're doing is we're inviting him into our lives to bring correction, to actually distinguish when we're thinking from a perspective of sonship compared to when we're thinking from a perspective of orphanship. And we're inviting the Lord in to come in and realign, to chasten, to clean out our hearts so that we're actually able to perceive God in ourselves through a healthy lens. And I believe that when we come to this place of maturity, because the Lord is doing all this refining inside of our hearts, all of a sudden we'll have a refined view of what the word of the Lord is. And that includes visions and dreams. So I hope you guys caught some stuff in your spirit with all these different things. And I'm just going to pray over you right now because I, I feel like there's an anointing right now for those of you who are listening, for God to actually bring an increase to your dream lives. So Jesus, I just pray over everyone listening right now. And God, I'm just going to go through all three of these. God, I just pray that every single one of us listening, we will be able to know how to steward your word properly. And God, I pray that you place inside of us just a greater value for your word when you speak, God, that it won't come in one ear and then we'll just forget about it, God, but that we'll hold it in our heart. Just like Mary, she pondered the things of the Lord in her heart, God, and I pray that we'll do that, whether it's through journaling or or whatever it is, God, but I pray that you place that value inside of us. 
And God, I pray that you also teach us to position ourselves properly before we go to sleep. God, that when we come before you to hear your word, God, that we'll have a pure heart before you, that we won't hold things in our heart against you or against other people, but God, that we'll be able to hear your word through a clean lens and filter. And God, lastly, I pray, Jesus, I pray that you encounter us as our judge. And God, that that word has a really negative connotation to it, but God, really, we're just inviting you to come and chasten us, to realign us, to refine our hearts, Jesus, so that we can walk in the fullness of what you've called us to. So I just pray that right now in Jesus' name, and Jesus, we just invite you to come into our lives to refine us, to show us that we're not orphans, but that we're sons and daughters. So Lord, I just pray all of these things right now in Jesus' name, and I pray just an increase over dreams and visions in people's lives who are listening right now. So I pray all of this right now in Jesus' name. You have been listening to Kingdom Revelations, a production of Royal Identity Ministries based in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. This teaching is available to be shared or heard again on soundcloud.com or as an iTunes podcast, Kingdom Revelations. To learn more about Luke Niebergall and his ministry, visit royalidentity.org.